Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You are now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. That intro never gets old. Uh, yeah. But I'm baby face producer Jasper because that was really, really good. So, uh, you know, it's been a while since I heard it since we didn't do uh, an ep- a live stream last week. But yeah. hello, uh, it's your boy Ro and Emil holding down the fort as we established Kanina Stan is out there. Uh, he has, he's out there uh, working the field basket and uh, Chino is out watching the Marvels. So, so uh, Emil, how are you, man? Uh, on our first um, yeah. live stream back. I am good and I don't have any worries na maga, mag, I will have some technical difficulties since I'm back in yeah. Aga and I ha- yep. have here my good uh, gaming PC that will run well throughout the live stream. So Same. I'm feeling Same. good, just kahagali uh, lang sa sakit, but now I'm close to 100%. May, may sipon pa din ako, pero I'm uh, back to, I think, 90% of myself and you know, ready for some wrestling talk here tonight on the live stream. Uh, I have a cold oh, again man. after dealing with uh, COVID last week and getting better from COVID last week. So it's a, it's a fucking mess. Uh, I think we should all just wear masks again, <laughs> even though I don't like it. Uh, well, at the end choice, um, there's a virus going around. There's a flu going around. It's also cold. So um, the cold is also going around. So please stay healthy, guys. Uh, it's a mess. Um, it's not like um, you know we're we're kids again and we want to get sick so we can miss school, right? So Yun, uh, it's really it's really fucked up. But we have a whole bunch of wrestling to talk about tonight. Uh, is everyone else lagging, or is it just Bruce? Because I'm, I'm yeah, I'm please do Emil tell us. Fine, yeah, yeah. Emil is <laughs> fine. I, I, yep. I would hope I'm also fine. Yes, but yeah. uh, we have some things to get out of the way first. Sempre, uh, we have two big pay per views, big events coming up, and we will be having parties for both of them. One is gonna be, uh, one is gonna be. Uh, in person and one is going to be on Discord because uh, we don't have 
justified a reason to show AEW just yet. Babyface produced Jasper. Let's show the first event. Yon, Survivor Series War Games is War happening games. on November 26th. That is a Sunday morning, Manila time. This, uh, the time for the main show is now 9 a.m., as uh, Glendale asked us uh, in the pre show. So, um, daylight savings now. So, show starts at 9, um, kickoff starts at 8. Um, you, you can get your uh, pre ordered tickets, early bird tickets, for only 350 pesos. And if you choose, if you choose to walk in, uh, so Hobby Stadium is going to be 500 pesos. So we're going to be uh, holding the event in our friend with our friends Hobby Stadium. Uh, our good friends who have asked, uh, requested a Survivor Series watch party with us. Uh, they're really nice. Um, we have a great relationship with them. Uh, our partnerships so far have been really successful. And Hobby Stadium is a really great place to to watch uh, pay-per-views, PLEs, and Chapter Host Quiz Night. So you get a free uh, iced tea when you come by and buy a ticket. So the early bird link is up on Facebook. We'll be sharing it again after this. So, uh, yeah, so pursue it 350. I say the walk-in tickets are 500. So big difference there. So if you want to catch uh, the show with us live, I won't be there. Unfortunately, Sam will also not be there um, because he's working the show obviously from home and Chino is uh, tentative for now. So it will be your boys, Emil and Rowan ASH. Emil will be manning the show for now. And uh, Rowan will be helping him with uh, the whole thing. So, Yun, Hobby Stadium, November 26th. That's a Sunday, 8 a.m. The doors will open and the show will be at 9 a.m. Yun, tapas, we have another party. But this one's going to be on Discord. Full gear. AEW right. full gear. Uh, it's coming up next week. Uh, you kinda creep, it kind of creeps up on you. But um, <laughs> it is a thing. I, I, I asked our patrons if they wanted to do a full gear uh, watch party online. Because it's going to be on Sunday, November 19. And because it's a Sunday, you don't have to take a leave or you don't have to distract yourself from work on a Monday morning. We're going to be doing that. So uh, to be part of this uh, watch party, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, which Emil will tell you all about now and all of uh, the perks that, that are waiting for you. All right. So just like Rose said, um, you can join in on our full gear watch party by subscribing to our Patreon and joining in on our Discord. It's at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for $5 or 260 to 270 pesos locally. Again, you'll get to... I enjoy some benefits, of course, uh, the Discord server where, we again, we will have the Folky Watch Party. And you can also interact with your fellow podcast and talk to us about anything about wrestling. You can also talk to us about, about the most random things, about uh, sports, movies, uh, shoes, fashion, anything and anything under the sun. Um, also, uh, more benefits uh, come your way when you subscribe to our Patreon. It's uh, also the... Uh, we have uh, the Pass of Ice, which uh, the next one we will do uh, uh, two weeks, two weeks from now, or yes, I don't know. I'll yeah. talk about it after you after you finish. Yeah, so yeah, so we will. Uh, Ro will tell more about that. But if you want to get some friendly rates on the service piece uh, on our Pass of Ice, you can do that by jo uh, by subscribing to our Patreon, and you also get some uh, uh, wrestling reviews, weekly wrestling reviews, courtesy of Ro and Rowan. Uh, like Raw, uh, Raw SmackDown, NXT Dynamite, uh, Collision, and some local wrestling events as well. And uh, again, when you subscribe to our Patreon, you're pretty much supporting everything that we do here on the pod. So again, it's at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. First, though, that's $5. 
Alright, so Emil referenced yung big pasabay. It's gonna be Black Friday in a couple of weeks. So that is the biggest sale of the year, especially with our merch sites on uh, online in the US, WWE Shop, Shop AEW, yep. Pro Wrestling Tees, and a whole bunch of other sites that may wrestling merch. Uh, we'll buy anything from them as long as we can get card. Namin. So uh, if you've been wanting some of that authentic, legit merch that uh, our friends and ourselves have been rocking as well over the past couple of months, this is the time. This is it. Uh, we'll be opening the new batch on Monday, November 20. That is uh, two Mondays from now. So stay tuned. Uh, you don't have to pay just yet. Uh, we'll pay. Yep. Uh, you guys will have to pay when um, the orders arrive, obviously, next month, man, after Christmas. So uh, if you are fiending from, for some new merch, you know what to do. And stay tuned because uh, it's gonna be a big one. Uh, you don't want to, you don't, you won't want to miss these deals because it's so brang. There's just again Black Friday discounts. So, uh, um, you can see as well uh, how many people have been happy with our uh, pasabay service because uh, they got the legit merch that they finally wanted. All right, let's move on. Let's start the wrestling talk. Maybe face producer Jasper. Let's go. Let's go get it. Surprise! Oh my god. <laughs> CM Punk rumors are back at it again. Oh. Uh, we talked about this the first thing nung, ano, <laughs> nung last live stream natin. And two weeks later, we are still fucking talking about CM Punk because Survivor Series is going to be in Chicago in two weekends from now. Tapos, uh, uh, eagle-eyed sleuths have been noticing that WWE.com has been updating its CM Punk pages over the past few days. That was they also uploaded a new CM Punk playlist on YouTube. So when the WWE has begun acknowledging CM Punk once more, then I don't think uh, this is in doubt already. Yeah, Glendale, um, if you are a CM Punk fan, how the stadium will explode. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see the CM Punk final when they to Hobby Stadium. But uh, I'm not happy about this, but it is one of those things, uh, inevitability when it was first rumored, because you're still leaving money on the table. Uh, but before I talk about my feelings, Emil, what do you think of this? Ah, man. I'm so... I'm so desensitized with all CM Punk stuff already. Um, so if you... Kung talagang mangyayari, they still fine. I have, you know, but I still, I still don't want it to happen. Kasi, again, I already said my reasons too many times before. I'm not gonna repeat myself again, but if the WWE and CM Punk can come to an agreement, then, and if Punk can promise himself that he's not gonna do something to stir things up like he did in AW, then, by all means, you know, and um, it's one of those things that I'm not going to believe it till I see it because up until now, I still don't want and don't think he's going to be there. The tables have turned. The podcasters now want to listen to you. Tell us your thoughts in the survey for a chance to win a cash prize. Be honest, huh? Answer the survey on our website surveypilipinas.org and you're automatically part of the raffle for a chance to win 5,000 pesos in cash make sure to complete the survey for your entry to be qualified we're excited to get your feedback we are listening just go to www.surveypilipinas.org 
at baka ikaw na ang next winner. To Janelle's point, who says that he, they also updated yung pages on the BCW and Adam Rose. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, typical uh, maintenance. But you have to remember that uh, CM Punk was pretty much persona non grata in WWE. Like, he was only probably like second to Chris Benoit. So um, the fact that they are talking about him again and parang... Uh, rehashing or recycling all this material, they wrote this whole. Uh, they wrote this whole description for this whole write up for CM Punk's alumni page. Yeah, so uh, it's one of those things that it points more to it happening than it doesn't, right? Like, yeah, it would be nice if it doesn't happen, but at this point, parang lock na siya. So yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys watching this or listening to this, but uh, I don't. I don't begrudge you for being a CM Punk fan. But uh, I'm getting. I'm getting tired of this stuff. That it's it's getting mentally tiring to have to see your your feed, your Facebook feed, your Twitter feed, your Threads feed, your Instagram feed, full of people who want CM Punk back. Because apparently they don't really give a damn about um, how CM Punk is a toxic force in the locker room. I mean. Who cares, right? You don't care. So you're not the ones working with him backstage. You don't, you're not the ones who have to deal with him backstage. So you don't care. And know that. Mahakabalik si CM Punk kung ibaba yung pride niya. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing. Ito yung ginagawa niya. Now, he swallowed his entire pride. Uh, the whole thing about leaving WWE and walking out of it to come back and make money. So, uh, you know, uh, time heals wounds, right? And... Uh, you you give him enough time, like they'll probably come back. Like you know, for me, like it's not an uh, impossibility that I'll go back to what is now FPW. So I mean, those things are possibilities in our universe. So uh, this is what's happening now, and the, the signs are pointing to it happening now. So yeah, uh, um, it's one of those things. Okay, I've, I've stopped fighting it. So. Uh, my only thing is I hope that, uh, one, the locker room is mature, as they actually say it is. Um, I think uh, maybe we just don't know any stories of them being immature, but also maybe there is a strong locker room presence backstage. So I hope that that's the case. Um, second, I hope that uh, management is getting him help. Because I know he probably doesn't admit that he needs help, but he does need help because look at his personality backstage. Right? Like if there's a psych major listening to this, possibly our friend Anthony Coelho, uh, can we psychoanalyze CM Punk here and see what's wrong with him? <laughs> I want to know. I, I like knowing about these things. <laughs> so like I said, the thing is uh, Punk's main problem back in the early 2010s was management. Right? That's why he left because he didn't like the management. And uh, at the time, he also didn't like Triple H, even though his main problem was Vince McMahon. So uh, I don't know what that's going to be like now. I don't know if he's going to, you know, want to be civil with them now. I don't know if he wants to play ball with them now. But if not, if he's just really burying these feelings under money, the piles of money that he'll be making with WWE, then. Inevitably, explosion from Punk because he can't regulate himself. Yeah, and so it is what it is. Uh, at this point, it's like the it's like the Rampage premiere to Chicago. At this point, you might have to accept the possibility that it's happening. And if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Happy, happy tayo. But I I think you gotta you know lock it in at this point. Emil, you got anything else to say about this? 
I think yung aberya na sinasabi mo, it's a matter of when, not if. Because it will Yeah, happen. that's He's what I like to bomb. say. <laughs> He's a time bomb. He's a thinking time bomb. It will happen. It's just a matter of kailan siya mangyari. If it happens a year into, then that's a bad look for him. You know? And, you know, I, I would yeah, like yeah. to say that if it does happen again or when it does happen again, like he's gonna be clown emoji. Pero he's also pretty safe because he has legions of fans chanting his oh. name. Like you even heard it in Saudi Arabia. Right? So uh, it's like Duterte, right? Again, we're going back oh, to Duterte. So uh, maraming, um, even if he clown emojis himself after blowing up, for the end time after nun sa kapupulutin sa impact ba or sa NWA sa kapupulutin uh, it doesn't matter to him because he's ever going to be cancelled in the wrestling industry because there will be a cult of personality yeah. rallying around him and always you know manifesting for him to come back so that is the sad truth about CM Punk in our in our industry today but right, you know uh, what, uh, what, sorry, sorry. what what's the good thing about we won't have to talk about him with him every week if that happens. Yeah. Well, you know, it brings yes. a rating. So yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys want to hear what we think about punk. You guys want to talk about CM Punk every week. I know you guys do. Even though you, whether you hate him or you love him, you guys want to talk about it every week. <laughs> so it is good for us, good for business, good for the podcast business. All right. Uh babyface producer Jasper, let's let's move on. Crown Jewel. So, maraming feelings about all of this. Uh, we'll be getting into this a little <laughs> extensively. So, um, as you all know by now, and as probably most of you have predicted, Roman Reigns has retained the um, Uwu Championship over LA Knight. And he, as predicted, he does it with interference from, well, this time, Jimmy Uso. So, Emil, you got feelings? Let's, let's lay them out. Yeah, so long, so long bad trip ako in this one. Um, again, last time, I didn't really watch this live. I was, again, I was on the trip uh, going back to Naga. And you know what the worst thing about all of this is? No one cares on my, no, at least on my timeline. Kasi naka for you din So it's like the threads, right? No one really cared about the ending of this match. No one cared that Roman won. You know, like, the timeline goes, Kyrie and that Logan Paul clip that we talked about the pick of the week. But no one really... Please listen to that and pick of the week. If you want to hear me rant, please listen to yeah, that. Yeah, like no one cared about Roman winning. And it's a far contrast to the WrestleMania when it was still interesting when the like it that was the height of all of Roman's title reign. You know, now people were mad. You know, people were mad that Roman won. But this one, like, no one cared. It's and maybe because at the start of this feud, we all know, okay, Roman is not going to lose this. Like, as much as LA Knight has shined throughout the match, shined throughout the whole thing, at the end of the day, we no one was what was expecting LA Knight to win, to win the match. And now I'm getting to the match itself, right? I also didn't like how Roman won and kailangan pa ng interferences. The, LA Knight should have lost cleanly. Because it's weird now you had guys like Cena acknowledging Roman Reigns in promos now. Oh, you're the one of the greatest of all time. You're you're the greatest champion of all time. And then kilan pa niya ng back para taluni lang sa LA Knight. No offense to LA Knight, but this is his first main event. Like in kayfabe, this he should be an inexperienced main eventer. And he and dapat 
if if Roman is the champion that he says he is, he should have beaten LA Knight very easily, very cleanly. So yun pa isang problem ko dito. And yun nga ano, at least if he's going to be a dominant champ, he's at least at some title defenses, he should have won, he should win those matches clean. Hindi lahat kailangan ng bloodline interferences because it will get stale. And yun ngayon nangyari. The bloodline, the bloodline thing is getting stale at this point. There's, uh, it says, uh, parang we're just, we're just waiting. We're just waiting until WrestleMania where the ev- uh, eventual Cody win will happen. So, you know, man, like it's, I'm, I'm so sick of this title reign at this point. I, I, in hindsight, the more as we go on here, the more I, I think that maybe Roman should have lost the title at WrestleMania. Because <laughs> they could have, they could have done all this bloodline story without the title, the money, you know, like the whole Jimmy, the whole Jay thing. They, they could have done it. Like I've been thinking about this even way before WrestleMania. Now, okay, I'm, gonna accept it if Roman loses here and at least may story pa siya heading in towards the next year with the whole bloodline dissolution na hindi nila kailangan ng championship so again I, I'm sick I, I'm sick of this title reign I like Roman but I'm sick of this title reign I'm sick of how he's uh, being booked uh, in every match that he has na parang, parang champ siya eh kasi kailangan niya, pa, kailangan niya pa talaga si Jimmy Uso para taluli lang si LA Knight LA Knight I'm a big fan of LA Knight, pero when compared to Roman, dapat dapat easy easy lang siya kay Roman Reigns. Eh. So, man, I, I I was I was sick last Sunday. That's why if you notice, I went on this little Twitter rant. I'm basically tweeting whatever it is I'm saying right now. So, um, I may pagasa pa ba na ma na ma na may pagasa pa ba tong title reign na to? I don't know. Um, I guess we'll just, I just, we'll just wait until he comes back again. And when's that? Royal Rumble. So three months away, <laughs> pa. So again, the the, <laughs> the longer the longer the title reign goes, the longer I really thought na he should have lost the title at at Mania to Cody, to just to get it over with. Because kung yun lang din naman yung goal to have Cody win over Roman, then you should have pulled the trigger right there and there. Instead of Papa buying pa and you know, we're at this point where a lot of people are already sick and tired of this title ring. Sorry, sorry for the long rant. Let's give it up for Emil who done another rant. Uh, you, you won't hear that from a lot of people. Uh, okay, so a lot of things to unpack here. So is Lance still here in the in the chat watching? Because uh, uh, this whole thing is pretty much vindicated and uh, justified his whole disdain with the whole uh, bloodline operation. So um, I, I was listening to um, the Mass Man show talking about this. So, so Dave Shoemaker was um, was uh, talking about how at this point nobody in authority is stopping the whole bloodline scam. Right? Uh, Nick Aldis is your new general manager, he's, he showed himself to put his foot down, right? and then he's, he's still not stopping this whole thing. Right? Um, the thing about uh, the Roman Reigns championship reign is that, yes, obviously, they made a promise to Cody Rhodes that he's at WrestleMania 40, right? That, let's give the big win at the number 40. So anything that happens between then and now, uh, it's going to be to protect that story. So 
this is the pitfalls of uh, a long-term story. And that's not to say that long-term storytelling is bad. It's just more of you need to be able to fill yung gitna with something compelling. So the problem with the thing with the long reign is that it was good when the stories were good. So when we had Sami Zayn uh, getting kicked out of the bloodline, when we had Jimmy Uso getting kicked out of the bloodline, when we had the Usos kick, getting kicked out of the bloodline, those stories were great, and we were all in. And then and now we got to this uh, one: Jimmy goes back to the bloodline, and they still haven't explained that. And then uh, you got into a feud with LA Knight without much reason that was without much substance because Ellie Knight was just really throwing out burns, sick burns about suffering succotash. But uh, they're not really they didn't really explore how, you know, they they, they touched on it a little bit um when when Roman said, without well, among credibility here, you haven't won a championship match. You've never been you've never been in a world championship match yet. They didn't really give us a good story the way they gave us with Kevin Owen, Sami Zayn and the Uso. So that's what that is what I think is missing here. Because if we got that, if we got you know, cinema moments that we were only just talking about like what, a few months ago, half a year ago, if we got those, then um, we wouldn't be minding how uh, Roman keeps retaining every time. Uh, yes, uh, you're right in that they do need to switch up the way they finish the story. I mean, they finish the match, rather. Uh, you're right that um, there wasn't any need for Jimmy to interfere and help Roman win. Uh, Roman still does deserve to be a uh, a dominant champion who wins clean because he is the final boss against someone who is what? Only just stepping up to the main event plate just now. Right? Yeah, so uh, that's a problem here. Um, people have been saying, I think WWE has been saying, or you know, someone from the company has been saying that they have done what they set out to do with Roman Reigns, which is to get him hated. But I think that the old heads are also not aware that there is a difference between hating a character because because he's a heel and because he does despicable things and hating what a company does with this wrestler. So, uh, no una, we were still at the first point. We were, we were still at the first camp. And then now, uh, we're now here at the second camp because we're now hating what WWE is doing with Roman Reigns. And that's not because of the character because the character is pretty awesome. And it's pretty, it's pretty hateable as well, depending on how you see things about um, it's just that uh, you do need to dissociate yourself from the old school heat is heat is heat thinking. Sometimes I was, you know, a, I was a victim of that as well because it's so easy to to rely on. Because hey, as long as you get reactions about it's all right. Uh, you're doing you you think you're doing your job, right? So uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. But um, we're what five months away or six months away? <laughs> oh my God, that, that doesn't sound short. That doesn't sound short at all. <laughs> Um, you're right. Uh, I, I think I was still right. Uh, you should have put your championship on a big money maker like LA Knight. Like what happened with Edge? Yeah. Edge was was champion for three weeks in his first reign. Uh, so Edge was the oh, the parang siya yung pinaka prominent na transitional champion na nakita yeah. ko yeah. yeah. So yun um. It is really bad when you are super old school that you stick to um, your long-term storytelling. Because there are times, and this is one of those times, that you should be adapting to how your audience reacts. Because it's, it's ironic. Because um, the the advice I've, I've the most prominent advice I've ever gotten from veteran wrestlers is to adapt to your crowd. And then 
the funny thing is Triple H, who is a wrestler, is not adapting to his crowd. <laughs> so Paul Heyman, who is a legendary booker, is not adapting to his crowd. So, you know, it's it's really bad. And that's why uh, a lot of people have been turning against this. Um, so uh, I don't know what else they can do other than to change up the way they're doing things. I think it's also a problem when you don't pay attention to the chatter online. Because if you're too high and mighty, like I don't care what the fans think, they're they're stupid. Well, some of them are, but uh, you do still have to get their pulse. Because they are who is they are who are spending their money to watch your product. Right? So um, even if you don't agree with them, you still have to cater to them because there might be a time if you don't, uh, they will stop buying your your shows or they will stop subscribing to your to your network or your Peacock. Right? Uh, Glendale, wouldn't it be a useless reign if LA Knight wins in Babaliki Roman? No, um, the, the whole thing about a championship reign is because you want the moment of a championship win. That's the more important thing. Because uh, in the psychology of it is that you achieve the thing and oh, it doesn't matter if you get to keep it, but you know, there was this one moment that you were good enough to achieve the championship win. So um I don't know if you really thought that LA Knight would be, you know, long championship material just yet. But I mean, you can tell the story in a whole bunch of ways, right? Uh, LA Knight's still like inexperienced. Um, he could, he still doesn't know how to play the game the way main eventers do, and all that stuff. So there's a lot of ways to spin it, and um, I think people just really wanted something different. And the problem is, we got the same thing. So in your, in your uh, yeah. most prominent example, nung sinabi mo is uh, mankind, Mick Foley. His first ever uh, championship win, but like not a lot, not a lot of people can remember that reign only lasted how many weeks. But they remember that moment where he won the championship, and that's what you were saying, uh, Road. They people want that moment. Yep. Yeah. They say they wanted something new. Um, you know, Roman Reigns is nice, but you know, we don't like things to stay the way they are after three years. <laughs> you broke the record, like if I, yeah. I don't think like. If we're going for the Bruno record, then that's really overkill. All right. Uh, uh, anything else you got to say about this, Emil? May feeling to uh, everyone in Lalabas? I Lalabas ko na lahat. So, your frustrations <laughs> go with, you know, with, with this. Uh, and uh, it's a good thing he's going to be gone until the Royal Rumble. So, we won't really have to talk about this uh, god-awful title raid until then. So. Yeah, yeah. But people are still going to take issue with it because he's not defending it. So, that means he's still yeah. champion until whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to the other end, still, uh, let's hear from our fellow podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. S on the pod network. All right, we're back. Uh, we have another championship retention. So let's put that up, Jasper. All right. Seth Rollins retained the World Heavyweight Championship against Drew McIntyre. And we talked about this extensively in our Picks of the Week when uh, Emil picked this match. But uh, even though the match was good, um, the outcome is not so much good. So, Emil, you have feelings about this as well. Yeah, I uh, just last night after watching the main event of Raw. And I'm at that point uh you know, why are they still telling the, the narrative of the bad back? when Seth doesn't really wrestle like he's a bad back, and he wins every single time. Going back to when they introduced this narrative of Nakamura feud, every time, it's always clean, and it's not one of those fluky wins that we saw with Orange Cassidy at the end of his title reign. Now, they, they told that story well where like he's every, every after title defense, you could see na. I know, nah, he, parang he's just winning barely, you know. But with this one, main narrative dito na Seth has a bad back and people are targeting it. Pero when we always watch the matches, if you watch the match without any other context, you wouldn't even know that there's actually a story with there's the story surrounding the match na he's a bad back, you know. So I noticed this talaga nung Crown Jewel and nung, nung Raw. And that's when this this glass breaking moment for me now why are they still why are they still going with this with this bad back story where they're not gonna even they're not even telling it in in the matches and you can't even see it in Seth's way when he's wrestling uh he has a bad back except for the tape Nikita aside from that voila. <laughs> and getting then um also point na I'm getting tired of his title reign as well. And they 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 should stop with the bad back narrative and just introduce something new, I guess. Or maybe switch it up and maybe have a new champ. Okay, to be fair, um, to your point about uh him not having fluky wins. The win over Sami Zayn. Yeah, that was a fluky one. No no raw. Pretty good. It was clean and it was also a fluky win. So that more it was more uh, along my jam. So uh the thing about this is that Inya. Um, I don't know whose fault is it. I don't know if nobody's telling him to sell, which, you know, he's not a bad wrestler. He's, he's an elite wrestler here, so he knows that he should sell. So why is Seth Rollins not selling the back? <laughs> uh, why doesn't each uh, back shot kill him a little bit more? Uh, I feel like somebody is not workshopping him on how to do this bad backstory. Kaya hindi natin nahalata na injured yung likod niya, di ba? Uh, the whole Orange Cassidy thing was a little better. Uh, he was still kind of superhuman, but um, he was still able to sell the effects of it whenever he wasn't wrestling. So um, I like that more, and I hope that the way they finished the match versus Sammy, patutuloy nila with other, ano, yeah. with other set of matches, di ba? Probably in war games, like, Fucking kill him in war games, diba? Diba? Yeah. <laughs> True. So, uh, yun lang. Um, 
I was I, I am still kind of checked out of the Seth championship reign, especially after this, because um, they're not doing anything with it and they're not doing it right. So I don't know. Um, I think the Raw thing gave me a little bit more hope, but because the next feud isn't really for the championship, um, I don't think they're gonna sell it even more. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any anything else you want to say about uh, this? I feel bad. Uh, for you, as always. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I I thought it was gonna be, um, uh, like I didn't think he was gonna win, but I thought he was gonna turn heel at some point yeah. throughout the match, and yeah. eventually at some point he's gonna. I mean, I mean, I still think he's gonna be the eventual, uh, the uh, eventual champion, but. They could have done something no kanjuele, and again, like you said, you just res- wrestled straight a uh, straight up match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's I mean, I hope this gets better. But um, so again, let's move on to the next point from Crown Jewel. Jasper, Yon, Kyrie Sane is back. Uh, we talked about this on picks of the week. Um, the crowd reaction was dreadful. I don't know if it's because Saudi crowd doesn't really like women. <laughs> But it was bad, and they were pretty quiet, and it was embarrassing <laughs> for everyone involved. But Yun, uh, he she helped Io retain, although not it doesn't quite make it obvious that she is aligned with damage control as a whole. So a lot of doubt here, and I think they are going to be breaking away and form, reforming whatever faction they had before. What do you think, Emil? Yeah, that's what I that's. Uh, what I took away from from this, uh, from uh, when it happened, is that um, now we're like uh, the dissolution, uh, or at least breaking away uh, Neo uh, with the damage control is now ongoing, and uh, uh, this is a uh, you know this is a very very interesting development. Of course, with the return of Kyrie, and uh, you know um, he, she is uh, you know uh, she's good with Eo, but with Bailey, the better than like uh, she didn't really uh, when post match, you know, it was more of uh, she is acknowledging EO rather than acknowledging uh, the damage control as a group. So that's gonna be an interesting story down the line. And uh, I really think since main war games, I think, and I think there are always two war games. I think at this point. There's still gonna be an alliance, a weird alliance, and then it's gonna be slowly, you know, we're gonna slowly see the dissension between uh Kyrie, uh Eo and Bailey and uh Dakota at some point. So um this is uh definitely an, gonna be an interesting narrative to watch out. And uh I read some rumors as well. Uh I read some reports on uh, our reports rumors or something. Uh, uh Triple H is still trying to get uh, another uh, super another yeah. wrestler to pair up with uh, Kyrie yep. and Neo. So we don't know if that uh, if that someone is already on the roster or someone no. uh, is a free agent. This is is a free agent. The the or, rumor is they're going after Julia. Uh, from, oh, Julia, uh, okay, Stardom and JPW. So you so knew that's, rumor. We don't know much about a, it yep. just yet. Yeah. yeah uh, so, speaking of Joshi's, say yep. hey to our friend hey, Corey Gonzalez of Joy. Joshi Journals. Uh, please congratulate the guy. He's got a new yeah. writing gig covering uh, Joshi Wrestling. So congrats, congrats Troy. Troy. Thank you for hopping in as well. Uh, Bruce, um, Triple H she wanted signed. to get Saray. Yeah. She signed with um, 
Sukeban Wrestling, uh, which is, I think, I believe, a U.S.-based Joshi promotion. I could be wrong if uh, about that U.S. basis, but but uh, she signed with someone else because I guess na na trauma show with her <laughs> NXT 2.0 experience. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Yun, um, I think I agree with you. I think uh, she's gonna take um, EO with her. Tapos, uh, Bailey will take Dakota with her in the breakup, in the divorce. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Uh, Jasper, let's move on to Raw. War Games. Uh, War Games. Yeah. Uh, Adam <laughs> Pierce has made it official, so it's not going to be a Raw versus SmackDown thing like I predicted because people like to jump to conclusions. So um, it's going to be, as we expected, Judgment Day, including JD. Versus uh, the babyface team on Raw. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> so Sammy, Cody, uh, Jay, and Seth, I believe. Yep. Seth, right? Yes, it's Seth. So, yeah. yeah. And so this is it. This is the War Games feud. Uh, is it the feud you were looking for? I mean, months, palang, like three months ago, I can already see now. Dito pupunta Like when they establish the main narrative on Raw, which is Judgment Day versus Cody and Sammy in general, I thought, Dito na papunda to eh. And this is gonna be the blow-off. And, you know, parang naging stale siya for a while because sa hinabahaba na ng feud na to, syempre nagkaroon ng point where I grew tired of the Judgment Day and the baby faces always main eventing Raw. So, at, at least... And exciting part. ending where I wish after this Judgment Day uh, can Dito na mangyari yung breakup ng Judgment Day. Because I feel like they've been <laughs> yeah, holding they, off they are, on this yeah. for a long time. And I feel like this is gonna be that point where it finally happens. I, I don't think uh they're breaking up. I just think uh Damien's leaving the group. That's yeah, why they may, bring may that's why they brought in JD. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I agree with this. Um, obviously, very obviously, they were leading up to war games. I say obviously, as Sammy referred to uh, on Raw, the Judgment Day is Bloodline 2.0. So because you have another heel faction, na malake, you're obviously doing war games. So the question to you now is: Did this need war game? Because I think uh, I, I miss the traditional Survivor Series matches. Yeah, honestly, they could have done the normal Survivor Series uh, match this year. Simple as something to It involves teams. You don't need to do war games every year. Because, like, you know, we have always said on the show that we don't really like yung mga theme na gimmick na mga yeah. PLEs where, like, you know. Yeah. Porque ta Hell in a Cell this month, kailangan mag Hell in a Cell tayo. <laughs> ganon. So, yeah. so, palang they're doing, they're doing it now with war games. And I don't like it. Kasi I thought we have moved away from the gimmick, uh, gimmick matches every, every year. Like we will always, we will just bring, for example, Hell in a Cell in when it, it is needed. So I'm gonna say the same thing here with war games. I feel like kailangan lang yung war games. Pag talagang may talag, two, established teams that they can't settle it anywhere else but in the war games. But here, it's just, pwede na yung Survivor Series eh. Kasi Survivor Series, the appeal of it is you see guys who doesn't really team up together, team up together, and then, you know, that's that's the that's the tradition of the Survivor Series. So they could have they went with that. They could have went with tradition this year instead of 
uh, war games. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I miss traditional Survivor Series matches, and those are actually gimmick matches as well that 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 are themed for the pay per view. All right, Janelle, uh, they did Cody dirty with the Stardust looking poster. This is actually a reference to a segment that uh, Dusty Rhodes did back in the day. He painted himself in war paint. Um, he was cosplaying, I believe, um, Walter Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. So you can look that up on the internet. That's why they did the whole war paint thing with with Cody as well. If you can, you know, uh, it does look like Stardust, but at the same time, it's obviously not Stardust. <laughs> like, that's not Stardust at all. That's obviously camouflage paint. So yeah, that's uh, a little thing that I think they did not explain just yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to break, uh, let's talk about NXT really quickly. They have a new five-year de- deal on the CW. Yep. Um, doesn't matter that much to us because we watch NXT either on the high seas or on the <laughs> WWE Network. But uh, good for them that they found a new home. And I think that this is good that they are being treated as, an, uh, as a separate entity that deserves a new home. Uh, not bundled with um, SmackDown or Raw. So it's good that they were able to get that. Um, I don't know yet if we're going to get a new Raw channel network. I, I think that we will, but I'm not sure if we're going to get a new time slot for it because hey, SmackDown is moving to USA. Uh, NWA was supposed to be there, but they were not happy with the segment in their Samhain um, pay-per-view <laughs> where Reverend James Mitchell was very clearly smoke, uh, snorting cocaine with girls oh, on a table. So. One would think, no, you know, with TV shows being open about drug use, that they would be okay with that. <laughs> they screwed themselves out of that deal, honestly. You yeah, like <laughs> no, I mean to be fair, I didn't think then uh, it would be a big deal with a cable network. <laughs> Although I guess you know they're not they're not an edgy cable network. The CW is the home for the Arrowverse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think this. Uh, if I, if I'm not mistaken, the CW is having this. Parang uh, like, brand sila into more, yeah. I guess, family friendly programming. That's why uh, I guess, know, yeah, having drugs, uh, <laughs> having drugs on your paper doesn't bode well for your chances of uh, a TV deal. So um, five years, pa, yeah, five years. So I think, I think uh, they gain more by uh, having NXT air on their network. Rather than NWA, because example, it's a WWE product. Yeah, I mean, more, nobody watches. It. More, nobody watches yeah, the more, NWA. Yeah, more ice is gonna be on it, and plus, yeah, you know, uh, in the past two, in the past year, NXT has been, I think, uh, I think the NXT has been the best uh, TV program uh, in the whole company. So yeah, that's the one I've been watching every week, rather than Raw SmackDown. So, yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a good deal for both sides. I mean, WWE. Gets to air NXT in a much much bigger platform, and CW gets uh, a uh, great program here in NXT. Right, right. Okay. Uh, before we get to AW, let's take another quick break. Our last one, and hear from our fellow podcasts on the not on the Pod Network. All right, before we get to AW, let's answer this question from Bruce. Uh, there are two rings because of war games on the PLE. Are they going to have the two rings the whole time, or are they going to assemble another ring? When it's time for the War Games matches, uh, Bruce, you kind of exposed yourself as not watching any of the War Games show and the Blood and Guts shows from uh, AEW. So, 
if you saw them, you would know that the two rings are going to be there the whole time. And they will do the match on one ring, except for the you know, Rampage Rumble, where yep. uh, they do the rumble from both rings. So, yeah, that's the answer. All right, let's move to AW. Jasper, first, what happened today? Samoa Joe vacates the ROH TV championship. Vacant has a new championship once more. So, uh, he, he says he did this because uh, he wanted to go after the World Heavyweight Championship in AEW. Okay, this, these things really bother me because why do you need to vacate your own championship to go for another championship? <laughs> like, really? That's not a thing I mean, in kayfabe, being a champion means you get paid more because hey, you are the champion. Yeah. So are you telling me that you are giving up that part of the, the bag for chasing something you might never win? <laughs> so um gets kind of yung sinabi that you know he's been carrying it on his back and he wants to focus on the thing instead of trying to distract himself with other matches. Yeah, it gets kind of uh, um you do run the risk of injury by doing these two things at once, but I don't know. Uh I like being champion. It's nice. Uh what do you think yeah. of this, Emil? Yeah, pero pero when you really when you analyze Joe's character, parang ano eh, in, in character ni sa kanya to do something like this. Like he's so confident in himself na if he focuses on the AEW World Championship, like he's going to get it. Now he's willing to vacate this another championship that probably brings him money. So that's very badass. That's very small Joe like. So it's on brand then, even though it's kind of confusing. It's kind of confusing. Uh, you know, it could have been double champ. I mean, look at MJF. He's the AEW World Champion, and he's also the ROH World Tag Team Champion. One half of the uh, World, World Tag Team Champion. So, you know, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with this one. And uh, it's again, it's on brand then, because with Samoa Joe Scott. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't like it as a wrestler. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Albert says he loves the idea from that promotion who can use a mid card championship to get a ticket to a championship, a world championship match. Pretty much Impact, Impact Wrestling. Where uh, the the X Division, yeah, the X Division champion gets to cash in option C or in Lucha Underground, the Gift of the Gods Championship. The Gift of the Gods champion can cash in the the belt for a uh, world title match, uh, Lucha Underground Championship match. Yun. Um, okay, uh, this segues us to the next point. Uh, jump scare warning, by the way. Jump scare warning. Jasper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow. Jump, jump scare warning. Uh, no, naman, Janelle, I don't think he said that the TV championship was worthless. That's not what he said. He just said yeah. that uh, he wanted to go for the biggest goal, and that was going to distract him. For from going after it because you know he had a match versus Keith Lee and that could have injured him. Right? Um, he keeps he needs to keep having matches with uh, other people for the championship. And if you do that, then you don't really pour in time to go after the world championship. Anyway, uh, this is the end of the uh, episode of Dynamite today. Um, the acclaimed got beaten up by the devil's henchmen because the story now is. Uh, the story now is uh, the devil and his uh, henchmen, his hench devils, are beating up and attacking um, your mga friends, the MJF. So they did that for Adam, uh, 
No, wait, no. Jay White was not a friend of MJF. No. Um, uh, now they're doing that for the acclaim. So um, the Dibel is uh, pretty much a chaotic force in AW. And then there was a part where Samoa Joe shows up at the end <laughs> after the attack and pretty much um, makes fun of or taunts uh, MJF. So at this point, CM Punk is obviously not going to be the devil unless there is a major stroke of uh, major stroke of another. So who is it going to be? Uh, Kenneth here has ideas. He thinks it's Adam Cole, or he thinks it's Jack Perry. Uh, Glendale thinks it's Roddy in the Kingdom. Uh, I think Roddy is the easiest answer here. Uh, I don't think Adam is the guy doing it because Adam is again legitimately injured. And uh, since they're ramping up the devil storyline, it means that they're going to reveal who it is soon. Uh, and because Adam Cole can't be back in time for this big reveal, then it really can't be him. Uh, some people are saying Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe is tied a little bit into MJF. So uh, we don't know. Uh, I Who do you think? I mean, who, do, who is your guess? My guess is, I guess, Roddy Strong. My guess is uh, Jungle, uh, Jungle Jack Berry. That's, that's my guess. You say he's been away for a long time, and uh, like, and when they first appeared, that's one of the first names that napomasok sa isip ko. Maybe it's Jack Perry. Like this is a new gimmick, a new way to introduce him. Parang fresh, suspension, yeah. Um, I've read some reports na his suspension is pretty much over. It's just that. Uh, they don't want him to appear on TV because it's gonna evoke the emotions from the crowd. I mean, they're gonna evoke, right. they're gonna chant CM Punk. CM right? Punk. So, yeah, so, palang, that sucks. yeah, I know, I know. But the gimmick na kasi, something just didn't click when the, the this uh, gimmick when yeah. he turned heel. Uh, it was bad. Like, yeah. It was bad. Like that theme song, what the hell is that? You know, so it's Beethoven's fifth. What the hell? What are you talking about? What the hell is that? They, they do you not know the most? Do you not know <laughs> the most famous classical piece ever? <laughs> yeah, I, I I know it's classical, but it doesn't really fit him. Like I I don't get it. I didn't get it, and it, it didn't work. So maybe this is a um a fresh take on some on you know a fresh gimmick for for uh Jack Perry, and you know, and in a way, then because contra parodies are MJF ever since, so. Maybe that's why uh, this is uh, this is him. I guess that, that's my pick so far is uh, Jack Perry. For the others, I think it's probably gonna be a tag team in there. Um, in from probably <laughs> from ROH. Probably Ward- sorry, for ROH. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably Wardlow. Wardlow's one. I think one of them is Wardlow. It's the Outrunners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. Now I guess we'll find out at Full Gear. So they've been building up the story. Um, again, yeah. they've been doing a good job of building up a whole bunch of stories. Um, AEW has been on a tear lately uh, when it comes to storytelling. And I would dare say that right now, it's probably going to be a hot take, but uh, the storytelling on AEW is a lot better right now from WWE. Like, yes, may bad habits, but I see Tony Khan, like he's still going on Twitter rampages. But um, the story has been on point. And I don't know if that's him because I don't want to believe that's him. But it is pretty uh, substantial. And I'm going to get to this next point. We don't have it here in the slide. But on this episode of Dynamite, John Ma'a, Orange Cassidy explained why he has been a little more angas, a little more edge lordy. It's because that he was not able to get over his loss to John Moxley. 
his championship loss to John Moxley. So he explained everything. He explained that he thought. He explained that he didn't feel accomplished by beating Ray Phoenix for the championship, and he wants to bring closure to his feelings by beating John Moxley at full gear. So that was pretty cool. Um, they obviously put in some thought on how they wanted to evolve Orange Cassidy's character. Um, I get to know him because before uh, he would care, and then. It didn't. It didn't compute why this guy who supposedly doesn't care is now caring. So, uh, character development. Yay! Uh, did you see that, Emil? Um, no, no, I didn't see it. But no problem. From from your from your, uh, from your uh, explanation, like I'm happy that we're getting. Uh, now we at least we got a character, uh, some character development here with or Orange Cassidy because, like you know, at, at the start of of this, uh, you know, at the start. Parang yung character ni dati na pag nat, yung di ba pag when challengers are coming up to him, he just said okay. Parang wala siyang pake na even though kahit ilan yung kalaban niya, parang wala siyang pake. So parang yung feeling yung before na he doesn't really care about the title, you know. But now because he lost to John Moxley and parang he couldn't get that out of his head. Now once that happened, once you lost that title, it's gonna hit you like a shock and Um, I'm happy that they're doing this story instead of him winning again. This is gonna be, you know, another uh, another reign for him. Nah, they didn't even go back to to that story. So I'm glad they're they're going that route. Yeah, and it's gonna make for another amazing match between these two down the line. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of all in with uh, this new run. Because in the when when Orange Cassidy won again, I I wasn't you know buying it. Because Should have been someone else, but um, this is nice. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice turn, if you will, and it proves that people do actually get character development in AEW. So if you uh, were looking for that from the Bloodline, you find it here <laughs> in in Dynamite. So that's pretty cool. Sayang that not a lot of people are uh, appreciating that as much as they do for WWE. So you know, a lot of people complain about WWE, but you know they don't watch AEW for whatever reason. So sayang lang. Right, that is it for our wrestling talk. Um, at this point, parang wala na tayong bonus episode for this weekend because yeah. we talked about um, everything we wanted to talk about for this week. Uh, we got it, we got to squeeze it in. So uh, before we go, Emil, you got any uh, plugs you want to get out? Alanaman, uh, just uh, follow me on all my socials if you want to uh, uh, see my Twitter friends. Sometimes you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, all of them at uh, email underscore Meister. So just follow me on my socials. Yeah, uh, um, Please watch MWF Action Novella yeah. TV on Rock of Manila every Monday, and the replay is, I believe, every Thursday. So new episodes drop on Mondays. If um, you want to watch these new episodes in advance, you can also subscribe to Gank. Just go to ManilaWrestling.com and sign up for around ten dollars, around six hundred. They accept. Um, Gcash, uh, debit card, credit card, PayPal. Tapos, uh, please follow me as well on uh, Instagram, shang.daddy, TikTok, shang.daddy, and my new Facebook page. Uh, I resurrected my Facebook page after three years of not having one. It's uh, Romeo, but with spaces in the middle. So um, you might see me commenting on uh, MWF posts. So yeah, and if, you, if you happen to come across it, please like it. Uh, I would love to get my old following back. <laughs> Yeah. 
uh, please go to the watch party, whether it's full gear yep. next week uh, on Discord. Please sign up, patreon.com slash wrestlingwrestlingpodcast or it's a hobby stadium. The link, once again, is on our Facebook page. We'll share it again after this or you can come by, walk in. Mas mahal lang nga ng konti, pero you still get the same experience. So November 26, 8 a.m., and the show is at 9 a.m. So please come by and, you know, uh, hang out with us. Let's, let's uh, vibe to Survivor Series and War Games. And, you know, let's see if we will be collectively disappointed by CM Punk showing up. Yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Please follow our co-hosts as well. At underscore Stancy, at Chino Supersize, at Monday Night Rowan. Uh, that's N-I-T-E. At Wrestling 2X Pod on Twitter. Uh, threads, uh, sorry, Twitter and uh, TikTok at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and Threads at uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. But if you're if you're watching this, you already knew that. And uh, thank you once again to the good boys and girls, the babyface producer. Oi, why, why the jump scare again? <laughs> you trying to give someone a heart attack? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> trying to give people a heart attack here <laughs> thank you to the babyface producer Jasper who is manning the show behind the scenes yeah. babyface manager Riza and all of the good boys and girls our bosses as well on the pot network who help us um, get the show to you your, your weekly dose of wrestling talk and uh, you know it's great that we have to you know, get to have fun like this every week and process all our feelings so again this has been another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast until next time uh, we'll see you uh, on Tuesday for another Picks of the Week episode um, for my co-hosts who are absent and for Emil Nate I am Romaran this has been uh, this week's live stream be safe stay healthy stay warm mask up if you have to and uh, get your rest please get your sleep Drink your water, all of that good stuff. Be nice. Don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.